Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Had a whole bunch of stories about Carvana so far. Oftentimes it's paperwork problems. Carvana has trouble sometimes getting paperwork to people or to the state uh, and or getting people their plates or titles or registrations or whatever it might be that you get along with the car you buy from Carvana. So they've got problems in Michigan. Several people pointed out to me, so Steve, check this out. In your home state, it's happening. Carvana dealer has its license suspended by the state of Michigan. Now, this is one particular dealer. I don't think it's Carvana statewide. Uh, Carvana has opened its uh, vehicle vending machine uh, in Novi. They had a, 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 one of the famous Carvana vending machines that dispenses them like Pez uh, in Novi. But uh, as of October 7th, the Michigan Department of State has suspended the license of the dealer for what is calling imminent harm to the public. Imminent harm to the public. Ricardo Quintanilla wrote this for MLive. Carvana, located at uh, Adele Center Drive in Novi, and owned by a gentleman, had operations suspended for several alleged violations of the Motor Vehicle Code in Michigan, according to a press release from the Secretary of State's office. The violations were discovered during an investigation by the MDOS regulatory staff of multiple no-title complaints from consumers. So people go there, they buy a car, uh, they have the car, they don't get the title. And in Michigan, you get the title. So if you don't get a title, you go, hey, where's my title? And that could be a problem. The violations listed by the MDOS include failing to make applications for title and registration within 15 days of delivery for 112 customers since agreeing to an earlier probation extension. So that implies that they'd gotten in trouble previously, and the state had said, you guys are doing this wrong, and they said, okay, we'll fix it. And since then, there have been 112 complaints to the state about not getting a title. And the law puts the dealer in the position of having to apply for the title in the name of the buyer. So you go into a dealership, you sign a bunch of documents, I'm talking about the prototypical situation, You sign a bunch of documents, you drive out with your car, and some of those documents have got to be sent to the state within 15 days. And I've talked about this before. During COVID, that often got slowed, the process did. But you still had to get the papers turned in in 15 days. It's just a question of how fast the state would process them. But once you turn them into the state, it's their problem, not yours anymore. So if the dealership can't get the paperwork to the state within 15 days, Well, the state goes, that's your problem. Uh, They're also accused of committing fraudulent acts in connection with selling or otherwise dealing in vehicles where Carvana employees admitted to destroying title applications and all applicable documents pertaining to the sale of three vehicles that were sold to customers, and then Carvana took the vehicles back. And so Carvana is one of the companies that in some of their ads, they say that under certain circumstances, you can return a car you're not happy with. And the question is, how do you handle that paperwork? So somebody comes in and buys a car. State law says you must submit the title application work to the state within 15 days. So if you sit on that paperwork to see if the person's going to return the car, there could be issues there. Uh, They also were failing to maintain odometer records. And I've talked before about this, that there are still laws in states and the federal level requiring odometer disclosure statements uh, under certain circumstances. Some circumstances, it's not as important as others. If a vehicle is beyond its mechanical limits, for instance, you can often check a box without filling in numbers, that kind of thing. But the point is that there still is a record-keeping requirement with respect to vehicles, and quite often it involves odometers. 
And they're saying that there was specifically failure to maintain odometer records. Also, improperly issuing temporary registrations. So you go to a dealership, you buy a car. Uh, you want to drive the car home? Okay, they give you a temporary tag, which they're allowed to do by law. Temporary tag by nature is temporary. So it's about to expire. You haven't gotten your plates yet from the state because paperwork hasn't been handled yet somehow for whatever reason. And so you call dealership and go, hey, my plates are about to expire. What do I do? Uh, I've heard of dealerships that say, oh, come on, we'll get you another set of temporary tags. And in some states that might be legal. In some states it might not be legal. But here they are accused of improperly issuing temporary tags. I suspect that's what was going on there. Also, they are accused of failing to have records available for inspection during reasonable or established business hours. I've mentioned before, number one, I know car dealers. I've got friends who are car dealers. Okay, I'm talking about actual friends of mine that I speak to who are car dealers. And I talk to them about this because they know I'm an attorney. I know they're a car dealer. Okay, <laughs> My friends and I discuss what we do for a living. And a person from the Secretary of State's office can walk into any car dealer during business hours and go, Hi, I'm here from the state. I'm not here to help you. I'm here to inspect you. Let me see your books. Let me see your police book. Let me see your paperwork. Let me walk your lot and look at your inventory. And they can do that. That's, that's what the, they're allowed to do. That's one of the things you sign up for when you become a car dealer in the state of Michigan. Many states have similar requirements. And I've mentioned before that a lot of this has to do with the finances, especially when it comes to taxes. So in the old days, if I had a car lot, 10 cars on, it, on the lot, I sold five of them, had a great day. I had some bills to pay. So I take all the money I made off those cars and I pay all my bills. I owe sales tax on those cars. I collected sales tax on those cars. I'll pay that sales tax and I sell the other five cars. Suddenly I have a bad month. I don't sell these other five cars. And then I run into other financial trouble. So I sell these five cars and I can't pay the tax on these five cars or the previous five cars because I had to pay my rent on the, on the, on the lot. And so the state's very concerned about the old robbing Peter to pay Paul thing. That they want you to submit the sales taxes forthwith. Because you sold a car for a price. The sales tax was being collected by you. It's not yours. It belongs to the state. Also, they're accused of possessing improper odometer disclosure records on which the odometer disclosure had been signed on behalf of the purchaser. That could be a whole bunch of things. I'm not going to get into that, but I can let you know that it is, in fact, a crime under certain circumstances to do those records improperly. And they're also accused of violating terms of a probation agreement 127 times. So they had a previous agreement in place, and they're accused of violating the terms of that agreement 127 times. And they're also accused of having 112 customers complain about not getting their titles and registrations submitted the way they're supposed to be submitted to the state. Now, the Michigan Department of State says the continued violations create an ongoing imminent threat to the public health, safety, or welfare of the public, requiring emergency action. In a release just the other day, regulators said the dealership's issues began in February of 2021 when a general compliance inspection was conducted. A preliminary conference was held by the MDOS and Carvana reps on March 23rd to address the violations. And in May of 2021, Carvana entered an 18-month probation agreement with a $2,500 administrative fine and admission of several violations of the code. So the state says that we settled this. They paid some money, 
they admit they broke the rules. One stipulation of that agreement was that all dealership employees that handled paperwork would attend the department's dealer training program. After the dealership violated the probation agreement, MDOS held a second preliminary conference with multiple Carvana reps in January of this year. Carvana reps signed a six-month probation extension with a $5,000 administrative fine and admission of several more violations of the code after continued work with the Michigan Department of State on compliance at a meeting in February of this year. Even after the probation extension, several no-title complaints from consumers were submitted, which required MDOS to conduct another investigation, which has resulted in the current violations and subsequent suspension. A revocation of the dealer's license will be sought at an upcoming administrative hearing. So the Department of State is saying they're actually going to go and start the legal process to take away this dealer's license. In a statement, however, spokesperson for Carvana said the company is fighting back. Here's the quote, verbatim. The state's action represents another example of gross regulatory overreach that illegally harms both Carvana and Michigan residents. Over 98% of our Michigan customers received the registration in a timely manner, and the state's suspension, which came without any notice and in illegal violation of Carvana's due process, is based on isolated incidents representing 1% of our Michigan sales. Carvana is ready and willing to discuss a swift resolution with the state as we've already solved their concerns. In the meantime, Carvana will continue selling cars to Michigan customers. That is the end of the quote. Consumers who have any complaints against Carvana or who have purchased a vehicle from that dealer and had problems obtaining the title are encouraged to call the Office of Investigative Services in Lansing. They have a complaint line. Now, let's get back to Carvana's statement in which they say 98% of our customers receive their registrations in a timely manner. 98%. Is that a valid legal argument? When the law says every single time you do this, you must do this. You sell a car, you must submit the paperwork within 15 days. The law says, if you do this, you must do this. I'm purposely repeating myself for emphasis to understand how simple that concept is. If you do this, you must also do this. So an investigative authority comes and looks at you and goes, hey, you did this a couple thousand times. And it turns out a whole bunch of times you didn't do this. Each time you do this, you're required to do this. Each time. 98% of the time, we did it right. So next time you're pulled over by a police officer who says, hey, you were speeding. Do you know how fast you're going back there? You go, yes, I was speeding. I was doing 10 over. He goes, really? You go, yeah, yeah. But here's the deal. I've been driving all day. Most of the day, I've been driving well below the speed limit. That stretch right there can't constitute more than 2% of my drive today. I was speeding in 2% of my drive. So what? The other 98%, I was fine. Go away. Roll your window up and drive off. (laughs) Don't do that. It's a bad argument. Now, I'm an attorney. For those of you who don't know, I'm an attorney. And this is not a good argument. Now, this is a public relations argument. And this is something you... Tell people to make yourself feel better and to make your employees feel better if you're the people who got in trouble. Look at all the times we got it right, 98% of the time. 
It's all kinds of things in this life where 98% is not enough. You're supposed to comply 100%. And I can tell you, I can tell you that my friends who are car dealers, we talk about this stuff. And they tell me the record keeping for the state of Michigan, if you're a car dealer, is a nightmare. It's just a ton of paperwork. And when they come in and inspect, they know what the rules are really, really well. And they can often guess where you're cutting corners. These, these people are good. They're good. They figure this stuff out. And they'll often come in, take one look around and go, okay. And they'll start asking the questions that hone right in on what you're doing wrong. Now, here were 112 people complained and said, I didn't get my registration or my title the way I was supposed to. 112 people. Keeping in mind that many people don't complain to the right authorities. There's more people out there, I would suspect, who didn't pick up the phone and call Lansing. Instead, they probably called the dealership. Haven't got my title and registration. What's going on? We'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. That person might not call Lansing. But when 112 people call Lansing and say, this one dealership is screwing the paperwork up and they screwed it up on my car, it's 112 complaints about one dealership. Now, I'm not even going to say you're going to say Steve. It's a high-volume dealer. They might sell 112 times more cars than any other dealer in the state. Let's assume they do. Guess what happens when a person from the Secretary of State's office comes into your place unannounced and says, hey, I'm here to check out your books. Going through your books and they find a mistake. And by mistake, I mean you sold a car 16 days ago, haven't submitted the paper to anybody, and uh, the car is still listed in your police book. Just making up stuff here. Okay? Do you think you get in trouble for it? Or do you think they go, ah, it's just one mistake. Don't worry about it. It's fine. No, you get in trouble for it. <laughs> so the Michigan Secretary of State's office holds dealers to a very high standard. And I know that people who watch my show a lot will probably say, but Steve, it seems to me you often pick on car dealers. I pick on car dealers for their sales practices. I, I dislike how car dealers sell cars, generally speaking. However, I have the most sympathy for them for having to deal with the draconian Byzantine rules that come from Lansing. But I also understand why they do it. Because if they didn't do it, we'd go back to the old days where there'd be some dealership that sells 75 cars a month and doesn't file anything with the state for some weird reason. And then the state sends an inspector out there and there's a closed out of business sign there. And they can't find the owner. And there's a whole bunch of people who can't get titles to their cars. And nobody really knows what happened. That type of stuff used to happen in the old days. So the state said, you know something, we got to pass rules on this and laws on this and enforce this. And so for all the fun I, you know, I make of car dealers and how they sell cars, I have the utmost sympathy for them in trying to live by these rules. And in case you're curious, and I mentioned this before, you can go on the internet, type in Michigan car dealer, and then dealer manual. Dealer manual. I know some people in the audience are going to be interested in this. You can find the book put out by the Secretary of State's office in PDF form for free. It's online. It's plain English. Explains everything you got to do as a car dealer. And it starts up by saying, assuming you know nothing about 
car selling in the state of Michigan. It starts out by saying, if you want to sell cars, here's what you got to do. If you sell this many cars, you got to do this. This many cars, do this. Planning on selling new cars, this. Used cars, this. Brokering auto parts, do this. And then it takes you through all the rules and regulations. So the information's out there. This isn't a surprise to anybody. And so I've said before, if I had to guess what Carvana's problem is, is that they are simply too big for their own good. I'm not saying they should be broken up or anything like that. I'm simply saying that somebody came up with the idea of selling cars this way. It started working very, very well. They opened up dealerships and vending machines all across America. They're selling so many cars that they were probably even surprised by their own success. However, as you scale up the operation, you don't just scale up how many cars you're capable of selling. You've got to scale up how much paperwork you're capable of doing because the paperwork will increase with the volume of the auto sales increasing. So that's the problem. And the other problem is that these rules that you've got to live by are actually enforceable by law. And one of the remedies is that you can lose your license. You can also get fined. They've been fined a couple times here. So it's a story we've heard before, but this time it's happening in Michigan. And I'm very, very familiar with this area of Novi. And I'm also very, very familiar, of course, with the landscape of car sales in Michigan and the people at the Department of State. So we'll see what happens here. But Michigan's um, Carvana dealer in Novi has had their license suspended by the state of Michigan. And uh, there are some hearings coming up to see what's going to happen going forward. But they've gotten in trouble in the past. And this time, largely it appears to be because they got complaints from 112 customers saying they hadn't gotten their title or registration uh, handled properly when they bought their car from Carvana. A uh, story sent me by Elliot, James, Joe, Scott, Adam, Ronald, Mike, and Neil. Got it in right under the wire, Neil. There you go. <laughs> from MLive, Ricardo, Quint, and Neil wrote this. Carvana dealer has license suspended by state of Michigan. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The ratio of dreaming to doing varies inversely with the rate of accomplishment.